It's been a bit of a wrestling match to get this podcast out, partly because of a busy week and partly because it's just me talking. Not that I have a problem talking, but I I know how much healing has happened to get my soul in a healthy, basically healthy place as a person and where I used to be years ago and the struggles that I had. And I care very much for people to know their value. So I wrestle with this to talk about it, to want, not want to sound over dramatic or to assume things, but know it's at least sincere that I absolutely am convinced of your value as a human being. I am convinced there is a very real God who esteems you beyond your wildest hopes and dreams. See, I can be very intense and dramatic, but it's the truth. So as I put together these pieces of a podcast and say whatever it is I'm trying to say, I want you to know that I'm convinced that you are incredibly valuable and that it does matter that we on purpose choose the paths of our mind to the best of our ability, but we need help to do it. Welcome to Three Peas in a Pod, Purpose, Pathways, and Perspectives. This one is my perspective on being thankful. So I want to give you the disclaimer that I read some things in this podcast that I've used numerous times over the years to help encourage myself. I pulled out some of these papers. They are so worn out. They fell apart in the midsection all by themselves because they have been folded up so many times. So get ready for that. And I'm going to load you up with some Bible verses that have helped me over the years as far as just some confessions. But I want you to be aware of that. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. In my opinion, Thanksgiving should be a lifestyle, not just a holiday. I have a question for you. Who will be the happier person, the person who always seems to be thankful for something or the person who always seems to be complaining? Well, as a matter of fact, I have done both of these, so I know the answer. The person who's going to be happier is the person who's always thankful. Well, it happens to be Thanksgiving week this week. I mean, it's cool that we have a day that we on purpose try to focus on doing that. But if you want to have a better life, especially in a year like 2020, I recommend that you make Thanksgiving a lifestyle, not a day with uh, potatoes and turkey. (laughs) Uh, So however you are celebrating Thanksgiving, let's talk just for a bit more about being thankful. I don't know if this is a helpful example or not, because I... uh, I'm not in my early 20s by a long shot, but I remember when I was, and I remember being single, watching friend after friend getting married, and I wanted to roll my eyes after a while at wedding invitations, and and okay, sometimes I did, but when it started to really make me feel miserable, that's when I stopped and really started to take notice, Uh, because I was not pleased with where my situation was at. And it started to bother me that other people were having apparently success. So it's like, um, Lenora, I said to myself, these are your friends. I don't think you're supposed to be mad about them being happy. Shouldn't they be happy? Isn't that what you would want? I said to myself. So I pondered that. And I, in fact, did admit that if it was me, I'd really be happy. So for me to be miserable at their relationship success seemed pretty hypocritical. 
So I repented, which just means I changed my mind. I decided I didn't want to be miserable. And I did want to actually keep and enjoy my friends. So I decided I would choose to be happy on purpose. Happy for them on purpose. As if it were for me. Happy for myself. Well, maybe not that happy. But as close as I could get without like going broke or something, you know. And guess what happened? I was able to turn that around. I was a lot happier. When I got notices or found out about new relationships... I could be genuinely excited about it because I chose to, because I knew I would want that for me. In doing that, I kept all my friends. Then later on, of course, I met someone. And thankfully, my friends could also be happy for me. Now, life has had plenty of ups and downs since then. And I have lived in stages of life where I was deeply miserable or really struggling. And trust me, I know what it is like to have gotten the bad end of a deal in numerous different ways, whether it was illnesses, whether it was deaths, or whether it was something horrible happening, you know, or at least an attack on someone in the family. I I can tell you, I, I understand how it makes sense and you can justify thoughts to focus on everything that could possibly go wrong and everything maybe that already did go wrong. But... I personally couldn't handle staying there. So I've had to take the advice of uh, what my what my Bible's always taught me. And I listen on purpose to others that are much happier than where I was at at the time. And I would take on the habits that they did. I, and I tell you, sometimes I had to fight for it so bad, so badly. But I would begin to think of the dumbest little things to be happy about or things to be grateful for, things to be thankful for. And it it would it would is like lifesaver. Um, I was talking to someone not too long ago about being grateful, and I realized it is seriously food for the soul. If you feel like you're starving in your soul, if you would eat the bread of thankfulness, it really is like food to your heart and your soul. It's amazing how it can turn things around, even before things are actually turned around. I mean, you need energy on the inside sometimes to fight a battle on the outside. And being grateful is a powerful way to get some gas in your engine. I mean, it can be as simple as, I mean, look at what you do have. Um, I thank you, God, I can walk. I thank you, God, that I can um, talk. For me, I have so many things to be thankful for. I thank you for where I was born. I thank you that my family taught me about God. You can name so many different categories of things to be thankful for. And I know we all have different lives and some of us have much more than others, but I I can guarantee you, you have things to be thankful for you've taken for granted. I remember walking around my, my place and I could complain about things. I could also be incredibly grateful about some things. And I remember thinking, I got tearful. It was, just, it was one of those days where I was saying, I thank you, I like my table. I like these chairs that go there. And I went around the room and I went, I like this this rug. And I like that lamp. Or, you know, I don't know if the lamp's that cool, but you know what I mean. I went around and said all kinds of things that I realized, these little things that I liked and I could be grateful for. So, so many times I think we take for granted what we do have, at least I have, 
And then you're always looking for something new to be grateful for. What has life done for me lately? What has who knows what? But you get the drift. And it turns out, though, being thankful is chemically very healthy for your body. It releases positive chemicals. And it's a much, much better thing for your health than it is to focus on everything you could complain about. I can tell you stories about my life that would make you feel sorry for me. I could tell you stories where you could be offended at people for me, people that I've had to forgive. Um, But I could also tell you a whole version of my life where you go, wow, you have a lot. You have a lot to be thankful for. It really can be a story that sounds so different based on what I choose to focus on. So it makes sense to do a podcast on being thankful. I looked up the history of this U.S. holiday for Thanksgiving, and there's debates now that I never heard about when I was a kid, and I'm glad I didn't hear about it. Um, Not that I don't want to know everything to consider about life, but I think we can steal from ourselves things that are valuable, and I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of growing and being better and doing things right and and reconciliation. But I'm not a fan of stealing everything that we can be thankful for. And regardless of a day that we choose on a calendar to be thankful, for centuries, every culture that has anything good about it has had and chosen days where they choose to be thankful. They have celebrations, whether it's for a harvest or who knows what, but I can tell you, I don't care who you are. You need days to be thankful and to celebrate your life, celebrate the lives of others, celebrate things that are worth celebrating for. One of my favorite verses is in, I believe it's Philippians 4, 8, that says, whatever is good, whatever is just, whatever is praiseworthy. If there's anything good, think on those things. And it stood out to me years ago that it says, whatever's good. Because you can talk yourself out of a bunch of things. Well, that's good. Well, that's not so good. And, and you know, and, and just tear it down. But it doesn't say that. It says, whatever's good. Can you look at a situation that's fairly negative and see some good in it? If, if you know me, I, I'm, a, I'm a Bible girl. So I'm always using that as a, as a counselor and a filter for me because it's just such profound wisdom. But there's another statement that I'm familiar with, that says, give thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't say, give thanks for all circumstances. There's a whole lot of things I'm not thankful for, but I can be thankful in all circumstances. I may not be thankful for a problem, but I can be thankful that I can find a way out of the problem. I can be thankful that I can ask other people questions, that I can be creative, that I can pray. I can be thankful that there's going to be a way out of this. There's going to be new life the next day. Who knows? So I can be thankful in all circumstances, but not for all circumstances. So just to give you some positive thoughts, because again, this encourages me. Maybe this is just for me. Just kidding. But I'm going to use some old confessions, old things I wrote out years ago. I'm going to read a few of these things. 
because I did some for my kids when they were smaller. I did some for myself because I needed a lot of help years ago to get a more positive mindset. And uh, I don't think we should ever stop working on that because your mind is powerful. You're an incredible human being. And if you'll learn how to harness that, learn how to believe that and use it, you can build an incredible future regardless of things going on right now. And I don't know all the obstacles you might be facing. And I don't want to say that and be trite. But I know very, very dark things can be turned around. Very scary things can be silenced. New hope can be birthed in your heart. And you need to grab a hold of it. I know for me, I cling to my confidence in a very good God. And I study him and I continue to want to get to know him. And I'm convinced of that more and more and more. But regardless of what you believe, and I, I, I recommend you take a look there if you don't know about a good God. But I still want to say some encouraging things to you. The Lord has set his love upon you because he loves you. The Lord delights in you to love you. The Lord, my God, turns the curse into a blessing to you because the Lord your God loves you. You're in his hand and you are dearly loved. You dwell in safety by him and the Lord will cover you all the day long and you will dwell between his shoulders. God magnifies you. He sets his heart on you. He thinks of you so much that his thoughts toward you outnumber the sand of the sea. He commands his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night his song shall be with you. Because his loving kindness is better than life, your lips shall praise him. You are the righteousness of God in Christ, and the Lord loves you. God has, in love to your soul, delivered it from the pit of corruption. God has loved you with an everlasting love, and with loving kindness, he draws you. He loved you so much that he gave his only son for you. Jesus loves you and will manifest himself to you. Neither height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate you from the love of God who is in Christ Jesus our Lord. God is love. God is patient with you. He is kind to you. He's not rude. He does not keep a record of wrongs. He always protects. He believes the best about you. His hopes in you are fadeless in all circumstances. He endures everything without weakening and he never stops loving you. The God of love and peace is with you. God, who is rich in mercy, loved you so intensely that even when you were dead in sin, he quickened you to become one with him in Christ. Your Father has given you such great love so freely. You are called the child of God, and that is what you really are. God is love. He showed it toward you because he sent his only Son into the world so that you would live through him. This is love, not that you loved God, but that he loved you and sent his son. Jesus is the son of God. God lives in you and you live in him. Know and believe the love God has towards you. God is love. Live in love. Love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength. Because he did it first. He loves you with all of his heart, all of his soul all of his mind, and all of his strength. Can you get used to being accepted, being respected, 
being adored, being thought of so many times that the thoughts outnumber the sands of the sea. Can you handle and take in that there is a God who is obsessed with you? I don't know what you've lost. I'm so sorry you've lost it. But you have a God who loves you and a God who can bring hope and bring healing. And he keeps your tears. And he wants you to let them flow if you need to. He can restore your soul. Love God. Trust him. Start speaking it. Expect that he works life to your advantage. That he'll turn things around no matter how stupid they are to work out for your good. Expect doors to open for you that may not open for someone else. Expect the favor of God to cause you to be in the right place at the right time. Those are things to say about yourself over and over in your own mind. Help convince yourself of a better life. You may have had experiences that's led you to the wrong people or you start thinking everything goes wrong for you. I want you to stop thinking that. I want you to let that go. Sometimes negative things happen to try to get you to have that mentality and you want to say no. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, he wants that for everyone. And I'm sorry if you don't know too much about that story because, oh, it's so good. So just if you don't know much about this, then just take in the possibility that there's a God who loves you so much that he sent a son to take your place as a human and make a covenant with you so that you could be in relationship with you and bring restoration to all the places you couldn't restore for yourself. But for your life, for your family, there's a God who loves you enough and powerful enough to turn things around. There is something special about you. You have DNA no one else has. You have fingerprints no one else has. The odds of you being on this planet are incalculable. God has help for you. He wants to assist you. Ask him to help you take a different view of life. If I'm too dramatic, my apologies. But it's sincere. Happy Thanksgiving. Celebrate life. Celebrate your life today. Celebrate the lives of those around you. Try to have some fun with it. And uh, talk to God. Pour your heart out. I guarantee you he's obsessed with you. And he's so much better than most people ever even dream. Thanks for listening. Have a great Thanksgiving.